When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Don't tell me you're kiss freaks too. Kiss Army soldiers since 1977. How about you? 76? I don't think anyone knows more about kiss than I do. I'm, I'm sorry, what was that? Peter, it's not important. Let him answer, Lois. I said no one knows more about Kiss than I do. Fellas, please keep it civil. I'm not sure I like the tone of your voice, Dave. Well, throw down if that's what you want. Name Gene Simmons' special effects mentor. Amazo the Magician. What high school did Paul Stanley go to? New York High School of Music. Paul and Gene's band before Kiss. Wicked Lester. What year did Kiss appear on the Jim Neighbors Halloween special? Trick question. It was Paul Lind and it was 1975. Now recite the magazine ad that brought Peter Chris to Paul and Gene's attention. Drummer willing, willing to, to do anything, anything to make it. Rolling Stone, October 1972. 1972. Exemplary. Rock and roll. You're listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast featuring your hosts, two guys who managed to not get kicked out of Creatures Fest, LC Fox and Baco. Like a blade of a sword, I Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, LC, and I'm joined, as always, with the Shredding Baco. How are you, sir? I'm well this morning. How are you, LC? I'm good. Are you sure you don't want to go on further? Maybe another 15, 20 minutes? <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure that I had the stamina. Um, uh, that, that's, that's, uh, no? that takes an awful lot to, okay. to weedly, weedly dive bomb I, for 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm used to actually you starting before I even even start my intro, uh, before the door is open. What do you think? <laughs> uh, showmanship, baby. Showmanship. Mm-hmm. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, we're talking about Creatures Fest. Should we just fucking get right into it? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I guess we should. Yeah, we, we talk about. Uh, we're, we're not Vinny Vin, We're not Vinnie Vincent here. Let's not keep the people waiting. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we should do in, in, in tribute is we should have just had a a long just dead air for the first like. <laughs> First hour and a half, and then the then the show kicks in. But you don't know when it starts. It just fucking starts. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, ha- but you have to have some announcement saying, and, "Okay, get ready. Here's the Cobras and Fire show. So get in line." Yeah, and then get in line. This mm-hmm. Hour and a half of silence. Maybe the sounds of people grumbling and their backs hurting because they've been standing for an hour and a half and they're fifty and overweight. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Something. Uh, well, Creatures Fest was uh, this past weekend uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. It was uh, over Memorial Weekend, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I, is it? Tell me more about it. What's it, what's involved? <laughs> well, if you, you want to, you can go back and do a previous episode to get more details. But yeah, this is just basically a Kiss Expo uh, thrown by a guy in uh, I, 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 his name escapes me. Neil something, I think. A banker. A bank. Possibly, yeah. No, no. I'm just. I mean, he he owns several banks. That's, okay, that's true. If you Google his name, it shows him. If you actually just Google him, it has a whole like his LinkedIn page of what he's done in his life. So I, that's all. Not surprisingly, I just doesn't seem that important. But anyway, yeah. So it's a. It was a three day, basically a fucking kiss expo. It had Ace Frehley, Bruce Kulick, uh, Peter Chris, and the Ankh Warrior Vinnie Vincent was the main draw, apparently, which is kind of shows you where we're at at this point but uh it is definitely the biggest talking point for us today so maybe we get the other crap out of the way how much of this stuff did you get to see uh via our friends uh posts on social media um i mean i saw i mean we've got uh i mean i saw things that growing up rock podcast which is a full did did a full recap on their show two hours posted <laughs> yeah you know what next yeah. time Vinny plays just download that episode and listen to it once the line starts and then by the end of the ep- episode you'll be ready to go in so i think you're about right yeah and then you know um i, I think that's the only one that's out as far as uh, is the time of this recording but i mean obviously and i Bruce saw Kulik just uh, uh posted a blog yesterday or this morning uh oh, of nice. his his experience which is going to be milk toast and this was all sweet and fun but anyway sure yeah i mean i haven't watched that many videos i mean i've seen uh, the main thing about it is obviously the the vinny thing that we'll get into in a second but uh did you want to kind of summarize uh, you want me to summarize kind of what, what I thought of uh, what I've heard of the sure, yeah. event in general? Well, should we go a little bit like we'll start? I'll, I'll, I'll ask you here. Day one was basically they by the pool and they did uh, they they redid the whole Kiss Unplugged record with mm-hmm. a cavalcade of, of musicians. Uh, did you get to see any of that? I did. the The, the setup looked uh, interesting, but kind of reminded me of like the, the Monsters of Rock cruise, kind of that there was something by the pool deck or something like that, and. The uh, audio, I mean, you can never tell from, again, we're, we're looking at like, you know, cell phone video. So I don't know if it's, it's it's better there or not. It seemed a little shaky or sketchy or whatever you want to say at, at times. But the idea of it looked fun. And I saw that that one that you shared with uh, Bruce Kulik's wife mm-hmm. doing uh, Rock Bottom. She was in good voice. I mean, that, that sounded pretty kick-ass. So she it was sounded like, really good on that. I liked you, it. Right? Yeah. I mean, that was cool hearing a, hearing a, hearing a, a woman sing it and... And uh, just in general, if it, if if it was anything like that that I saw, that looked like a fun day, fun time, fun time in the afternoon. Yeah, a general theme. It seems like uh, it was a good time for everybody that that attended, even with the mess that the Vinnie Vincent shit show turned into. 
uh, that people did basically have a, a pretty good uh, time. You know, it, and you mentioned growing up rock. They do they do break down everything in further detail. I highly recommend if uh, you haven't checked that out and you want to hear more, go 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 to listen to their yeah. show. It's it's out now. Um, and and Stephen Micah will be a guest coming up here. I'm not sure when, but uh, in in, a, in the next coming weeks. Anyway, on uh, he'll be one of my plus ones. So uh, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about it then. Anyway, uh, getting back to, to Creatures Fest. Sorry. Uh, I, now the one, a couple of performances like like the Bruce Kulick with his wife one was you know I thought was was killer. But there was one with Ace Frehley playing 2000 Man. Then I don't know what was going on. not a difficult song to play and it basically like i haven't been impressed with ace as a performer in a long time so this probably isn't anything new to me but this was kind of i don't know it it seemed to take it to another level um and i didn't care for it (laughs) it was just like you know this is supposed to be the recreation of this album but these guys clearly haven't played together i doubt if you know if that band behind ace isn't rehearsed it's not going to be good with Ace. Let's put it that way, because you know Ace ain't fucking practicing this shit. No, no. I mean that, that's that's the whole thing. Like, uh, uh, I I don't know if Ace was the first night or the second night. Which which night was he? I think he was night two, as far as his electric per- performance. Yeah. Okay. Are we skipping to there, or are we keeping going? We we sure can. Uh, I, it doesn't matter to me too much. Uh, he had Peter up for a couple tunes and. And a really, really bad version of Strange Ways uh, all around, you know, um, kind of surprised there because we know Ace's band knows their shit and they play together. Um, I'm not exactly sure what happened. Probably the fact that Peter hasn't played drums in a while and, and that, that can throw off the whole band, you know what I mean? Uh, but there's something about Peter that I just give him a pass on this. I, I don't know, you know, typically I would say pack it in, give it up, but I think, you know, I thought it was cool that he got up there and, and got behind the drums and then attempted to remember the lyrics to Strange Ways. <laughs> <laughs>
there was part of me that found that more endearing than than a butcher job. That was the one because you know I, who knows how many how, lyrics are there? How many lyrics are there in a strange ways? A five. There's five total right. words. <laughs> strange ways, twisted. So you days? Can't, see, you can't remember it. Uh, <laughs> I, that's well, true. It's a strange way. And I've been, you know, I'm just saying, just make up some shit. Yeah, great solo on that tune too. By boy, one of what did that? So, I didn't hear say that video. Was that? I mean, that's like I didn't hear. I didn't. Craziness. I didn't make it to the yeah. solo. I, I started to feel bad <laughs> okay, for bad. for 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 right. Peter. I guess like I I I'm sure in the in the room though it was really cool because like I kind of got that through a cell phone video and the fact that you know you get a couple Heinekens in me and and put me in the audience. I guarantee it's it was really cool to see Peter come up and do that. They also did uh, another song, but he just came up and sang. I, I think. Oh, fuck, hard luck woman, maybe. Um, but uh, and he sounded yep. he sounded pretty. Uh, singing wise, I thought he sounded uh, pretty good. You know what I mean? The whole idea of of this fest, like we've talked about before, if this was in town, let's just let's put our cards on the table. Yeah. If this was in in the Twin Cities or in Denver, I think both of us would have gone. Yeah, would you say? Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, okay. I because yeah, yeah. if you know, I, I can be critical of these things, but you know, I'm I'm a big enough fan that I would have gone. I can't remember what the the general admission ticket was, but it wasn't. Terribly outrageous, if I recall, 150 bucks, 100, something like that. Yeah, something, something, something like that. Um, you know, you know my thoughts over more than two days, <laughs> like that. So I've been, I've been a little mad. Be like, yeah, you know, I think I could. I mean, things I could cut from this would be <laughs> Vixen, Pretty Boy Floyd, <laughs> um, Quiet Riot. I can go down just, just get. Well, you I know mean, my thoughts on that. I've talked about that with the Kiss crews. I'm like. Make it kiss centric. Don't give me enough's enough. I don't need Skid Row on the boat with the, the Kiss Cruise. You know what I mean? Go on the Monsters yeah. of Rock Cruise for that kind of stuff. But uh, to me, you're you're putting Kiss everywhere. Their faces are on the elevators. You know, they're you everywhere you go is Kiss. And then for some reason, Vixen. You know what I mean? Quiet Riot. You know what I mean? I and I don't know. Look, I actually I will actually push back on that. On that, which I actually do like the fact that they have some other bands. I just don't want those bands. <laughs> That's my whole thing. I'd like a little reprieve. I, I know what you're saying, all kiss, but if you're going to have bands have like, I don't know, Tuck or Skid Row, like a Skid Row, I would have, that's, that's fine. But like, I don't need, Pretty Boy Floyd is like, why? You know what I mean? That's all. So. Well, I'm sure it didn't cost too much to book them. You know what I mean? They, they, the, all the advances, uh, the, the high advances went to the Kiss guys. So they had to, it was a pretty big drop. You know, you, you see those little uh, dumb memes they share on, on social media. It says like build your festival and like with a hundred bucks. And it's like, you know, $50 bands, 40, you know what I'm talking about? You seen those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. And so basically everybody, the, all the money went to the top tier. So they had to go down to the bottom to, uh, to fill out the rest of the weekend. Yeah. If I bought tickets for this right when it went on sale, because they kept announcing more and more and more, and I, I would have just been like, "Really, you know? I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to go over here to get a guitar lesson from Bruce. I just, I, I, I look, but a lot of people like that kind of stuff, and you know, whatever. You you make a a weekend out of it. You stay at the hotel, chill by the pool when you're not feeling yeah, I mean, rocking. I mean, so. I, to, to that end too, I mean, it was it was the opposite of the the, the like monsters of rock. They kept adding stuff. You know what I mean? Like. Like to me, uh, that, that's all right. You guys keep keep adding value to the event. That's fine. Yeah, if we just bounce a little bit for to talk a little bit more about Ace. Is uh, my God? I mean, I've seen some performances lately where that band, you know, that he has incredible. Okay, but it is basically that like they are playing 
with Weekend at Bernie's. Like Ace is basically a dead man because <laughs> he's his head. Like when he's yeah. playing, he's kind of like has like this, and then he'll prop up. He'll say like half the line, and he sings. His vocals, I, well, like be, be, be this like bear bad news. It's just embarrassing. But his band is a fucking like just killing it and everything like that. And he's just like, ugh. So it's and Ace's know, nose is almost as big as the like it's almost stretched out to the sides of his face. Yeah, it's, it's just, I don't it's know what a, it is. It's an interesting look. Yeah, so so I would have been like, eh, whatever. Um, but and then and then we I just talk about you know that you've got uh, quarantine and I don't know if there's like a gentleman's agreement or whatnot with Jericho. He's probably going to play a lot of crazy nights and and uh, asylum type material, where that's kind of the zone where Bruce Kulick's band a lot of times mm. will will lean on. So then Bruce, you know, he's done all these like unique sets uh, in a lot of years past uh, where he decided I'm going to just play. And I'm not a big fan of these usually, but, you know, playing the Revenge album in full. Well, I mean, if that's the situation and that's what it's going to make it unique, that's still pretty fucking awesome. And then he had a couple encores, too. So I'm sure that that way you're not hearing the same songs from like a quarantine that you are from Bruce's band, too. Uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty cool idea. I, I haven't I, seen any footage on that yet, but I'm sure it's pretty killer. Yeah, I guess I saw a little bit of the the, the Kulik show. I haven't seen any of the quarantine stuff. Uh, I know that the, the musicians know the songs in, in that. I thought quarantine was fun when it was actually kind of part of the whole shutdown bit. And it was just kind of a novelty. I think that novelty is worn off. Uh, it never did much for me musically, personally. I mean, uh, it's just spot-on covers with Jericho instead of Paul Stanley. I, I just... But, you know, during that time, we were looking for entertainment, and that was kind of a, a fun thing. But I, I think maybe that bit's being pushed a little far. But based on the reaction that KISS fans have, and they, they're not the most discerning audience, let's be honest, I'm in a minority opinion there. There is a, you know, at something like this, it's probably, a, it makes more sense than Vixen. I'll, I'll tell you that. But uh, I just just not for me too much. I Actually, I'm kind of bored with the, I thought the Kulik thing was really cool when it was like, oh, it's on the cruise. Man, if you were there, you saw this. And now it's starting to spill in a little more regularly. And I just like, well, now it's, now the uniqueness of it is kind of going away. But I love it. At least, uh, at least there's one former guitar player from Kiss that can still play. God damn right. Uh, so uh, for nothing else, I'll take it for that. But yeah, look, I- I'm nitpicking now. I-, I really should say I'd pr- in the moment, whatever. I'm going to go watch it. So here's my question: Has there ever been any Kiss-related product though that substituted a QU for a K? For quarantine, because that was a push. I thought using the using the K there. Can, you, can we think of anything quarantine, else? Quarantine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, just saying. It's like it's like wow, another goddamn thing with a K on it. And also using the the kiss font because oh yes, uh, like, like again, uh, what do you say? A moratorium? Yes, we have on, to. On it? It's time to squash it. It's it's, it's done. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, let the next generation find it in like when they unearth some ruins or something like that. You know. What is this font? Let's use this. <laughs> two, two most hated fonts: Comic Sans, Kiss font. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. At least for me. Could, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I've ahead. never been a big Times New Roman, but Helvetica can go to you know go fuck itself too. Yeah. yeah I'm a big Calibri. <laughs> mm, that's true. Easier to read. Sure. All right. Well, let's. Uh, should we uh, jump to the? Uh, wait, let me say this. It does seem like the event was largely successful. Everything went off. Stephen Michael even said in his episode, it, both him and Sonny agreed that the, the communication throughout the weekend was pretty clean. So, uh, you know, at least they had that going. But uh, let's get into to Vinny, shall we? We should. Uh, like 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 the old saying goes, if you build a tank, Kiss fans were pre-com. 
So Vinny Vincent uh, was day, you know, Ace might have been Friday. I'm sorry, yeah, because Friday was Ace, Saturday was Vinny, Sunday was Bruce. Uh, anyway, so this is uh, this is look some of the things that we know. Um, Vinny, uh, leading up to the event, there's a couple of videos with him and the promoter. Uh, there's one really weird one where Vinny's like leaning on him and hold like, and yeah. it's just like like he's trying to do this cool rock star pose. Uh, yeah. But maybe he's just hammered. I don't know. Um, but uh, there was uh, I'll drop a little audio of one of them in here where they they basically say Vinny is going to play the entire. 83 Rio show. Of the creatures of the night tour, celebration of rock and roll. And so when we talked about it, we shared um, our last announcement that Creatures Fest, what we're going to do is that Vinnie Vincent, with his new bandmates, is going to be performing the Creatures of the Night tour from Rio from 1983. The whole set list, starting off that thunderous drum from Creatures of the Night all the way through the entire tour. Because we all talked about how great it would be to see that re replayed. You know what I mean? Can we talk on that for a second? Sure. Does that make any sense? No. This, so this, that was one of the things that I talked about in our uh, coverage for this leading up to the event. Is that just this mishmash shit throw stuff against the wall. And it's like, wouldn't it be great if Vinny played the, uh, the I don't know, maybe? <laughs> I haven't really ever fucking thought about it. All I've seen is that kind of low-grade audio video uh, that they put on the some of the Kiss stuff, the the bootleg video that's out there. I don't know, is, right. that a, is that a bootleg or is that just like from Brazil I TV? Think that, I think I, I I can't remember if that was on Kissology or not at this point. But at some point, I remember seeing the majority of it through clips on all those old yeah. exposed videos, and that was like. But I've seen the whole thing at some point. It's like less than an hour. I I, I wanted to see it because I would have been like, okay, you're gonna play "I Love It Loud" way too fast, right? Because that's what you did. Yeah. Just all like all that in speed. Yeah, Hurry up. I gotta some... go drop a grumpy. <laughs> it's going to time again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no. So that was uh, that was one thing that they said they were going to do is if he was going to uh, play with the live band. Vinnie Vincent with his new bandmate. Which he did not. And then play that entire show. Is going to be performing the Creatures of the Night tour from Rio from 1983. The whole set Which he also did not. I do find it amusing that with the tank part is that, you know, usually on these events or fests, there's a room that you use for multiple events mm -hmm. throughout throughout the weekend. But then they're like, yeah, we can't use that one because it's got a tank. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that thing had to be unused for the first day or two, like until... It's just got a tank there. So we Is that right? I thought all the room. concerts were in this room. That's the way I heard it on the Grown Up Rock podcast. I'm pretty sure that, okay, well, again. He said the it was I, the same room that uh, Kiss, uh, that uh, the third Rock and Pod Expo was at. I'm thinking that if you're having an event, you better have that tank built before it starts <laughs> to make sure you know how to put it together is all I'm saying. So anyway, I just the whole tank thing's fucking hilarious. Well, it looked like three basic pieces, though. Just uh, Oh, is that what it is? Just yeah. three, just well, three don't get me wrong. pieces for a tank. They're, they're big fucking pieces, and I'm sure there's some assembly required, but... Uh, uh, What's that made of? I, I haven't heard that much detail, but that's the one thing I want. I want more details about the tank. Yeah, I wonder. Give me some he recaps. Was, he, he, Vinny did his whole performance standing where the drums would normally be, so... <laughs> right. But right, looking sorry. at it, too, you throw a drum kit up there. Boy, that, that you're basically sitting in the ceiling. Yeah, uh, that's like this. <laughs> good thank God Vinny's so short. 
<laughs> Sorry. Did they factor that into it? Yeah, they must have. Yeah, they're measuring like, yeah. well, how tall is Vinny? That's the last thing they measure. <laughs> you say, yeah. Wouldn't it be terrible to build it? You're like, you're going to have to sit the entire time on the turret. Oh, God. Uh, you know, I'm surprised that asshole didn't do didn't sit down for his whole show based on what we're about to talk on. So uh, for those get that, into it. Yeah, let's Sorry. get into it a little bit. I, I want to make one point, though. Um, the average age of the person going to this has to be in the 50s. Yeah. Let's just just be flat out honest. These typically aren't like marathon running running physiques. You know what I mean? These are yeah podcasters, por- portly men. Yes, a lot of podcasters. I, yeah, that's the weird thing is that you know eventually there's going to be like 900 podcast episodes from different I, people that were just there. I just want to know how many sunburns there were after day one. Yeah, but only uh, from the on the forearms. <laughs> Yeah. Forearms, forehead, and neck. Yeah, that's uh, right. It's, yeah, it's uh, the podcaster sunburn. But uh, I want to know how many how many shirts were on in the pool in the swimming that went on. So, I, yeah, could you be in the pool watching? Yeah, that's that's right. I, I, I would have been right right down there looking up at Bruce. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know I me mean? on my little like we talk about for the Dubai thing. Yeah, no, I mean, be, that could have been fuck yeah. Get a little floaty, like a little inner tube, yeah. just kind of float around with a couple Coors Lights, maybe a Bloody Mary, like fucking two thousand. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, tank, back to my room. my point that we're talking about portly men in their fifties, oh, um, and and standing is is something that. Especially just standing in a line waiting to get in, you, you, you probably want to have a plan for that. It's, it's just a little cruel. Uh, I know Vinny is seventy years old, but he's still got the showman part of him. That's that's what I'm thinking's going on. So what happened was they were going to start at seven o'clock. Vinny was going to be the headliner, but he decided he wanted to go on first. I don't. I'm. <laughs> you want my fun theory on why he wanted to play first? Go. This is total. I've never I haven't heard this from anybody this is just my own personal guess he's planning on getting drunk and knew that if he had to wait that long he'd be too wasted to to pull off what he even pulled off that's my guess he's like well I'll get a little buzzed I'll get a little buzzed up I can still perform but by 930 I'm gonna be fucking half in the bag so oh. I need to go on early. Can you guys go? Now, they, they came up with an excuse that makes no sense. I, I did, They wanted to, because they, they had to remove the tank before the other bands came up. I, I don't, I, I've, I've been to concerts before. You know what? I've seen bands play in front of the headliners stage. It's pretty goddamn common. So, uh, But before we get into what happened, can we, can we talk about what is about to happen if you had to guess and you gave me 20 guesses mm. of what what could happen like the Rio show and stuff like that. So Truth like stranger than fiction. Like go ahead. How you're you what you're if I'm following you right, you're saying like knowing Vinny's history, you're yes. kind of almost half expecting something to be wrong. Right. And what are, what are the five scenarios? One everything goes off without a hitch. Um he doesn't show up at all. Um right. or like, what are something? So if, so, if I could throw out something that would make the most sense, mm-hmm. and what I think Eddie Kiss fan of the world, can I just tell you that part? Because the, yeah. the Rio 83 thing is not. Because, first, that show is mostly songs he didn't write and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a few songs from Cruces of the Night, and that's about it. And it's a mix of whatever. Um, so, for me, is, is a fan like 
Vinny basically wrote what, maybe 12, 13 Kiss songs total. You know, he's got yeah, eight and the co-writes. Yeah, a, a few on uh, Revenge, F- a few three on. on Revenge, eight co-writes on, on, on Lick It Up, three co-writes on Revenge, a, a handful, two or three or whatever it is on, on Creatures. I'm, uh, if he did a mix, if play Lick It Up front to back, amazing. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the album that, 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 that again, it, it, the thing that makes, that's for me, the mystique of Vinny is that is a, is like you posted, I would agree, it's a top five Kiss album. And he's on, it's, and Kiss does not give co-rates. Unless, no, no, you know, we, we talked about co- that in an episode way back. But yeah, if, if they do the opposite, they like, I don't think you did enough to get a co-write on that. You know what I mean? If Vinny's getting eight co-writes, he probably wrote the fucking song, is what I'm thinking. And they came in and sprinkled some magic Gene and Paul dust. There you go. So that's I Love It Loud, Killer on War Machine, the the stuff you know on, on, on Lick It Up, a fucking unholy. So my point is, if it was something, some thing of like, here's my songs that I wrote, mm-hmm. and he plays those with a band, that is the ultimate experience. There's some soloing, whatever, but that's what I would want. So that's, I'm done with Same. my dream, dream scenario. You? That honestly, that was the first thing I thought of. Is like, why do the Rio show? You should play something. To me, you only got one record that basically you were heavily involved in from beginning to end. Play that. It's an amazing album to begin with. Or you know what? I know it's creatures. You know, but the thing is, they they tied everything to creatures. I guess maybe that's why the '83 Rio show. But uh, fuck it, Bruce played Revenge. That's not creatures. You know what I mean? So. Uh, uh, I, I guess that's definitely. And he's the way playing three songs that Vinnie, pl- Vinnie Kerr wrote. That, that's all I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. that, that I think is is what people would want. Um, and I'll give it back to you. But but again, whatever scenario you thought was going to happen, this is just nobody could have said like you know what it would be fucking crazy, <laughs> right? I don't think anybody could have guessed that this this next scenario. Yeah, I think that's a, a fabulous point. Yeah, because, you know, people while they're waiting. So it's before I get to that, let me just explain what happened. So Vinny's supposed to go on at seven. They, according to a couple people, growing up rock, one of them, but I also heard it from other, other people ahead of time. Uh, the shout out loudcast guys, to be specific, uh, that they didn't actually let people in until 830. Now, Stephen Michael points out they actually had people line up just before seven o'clock. That's when they opened the line to get into the thing. And then people just basically stood there till 8.30. Now, from 7 to 8.30, you're sitting there going, you're hearing rampant speculation. Probably the most common thing is like, Vinny's not here. He's not coming. There's a problem, you know what I mean? And Because that's the, the reputation he's he's built for himself. But what, it, what ended up happening was that uh, he stood up on top of the tank, started to play, and then they then were allowed to let people in. I, I think that was... Again, I, this is speculation. To me, I'm thinking old guy Vinny, like he doesn't, he still has this kind of like, you know, this is, oh, let's go on and they'll come in and they'll be hearing me play. It'll be like this walking out of a vagina into the world for the first time. You know what I mean? Some kind of like, I don't know, showmanship aspect to it is what he's trying to go for there. And then, yeah, he fucking basically just shredded for 15 minutes and I'm a, I don't know. Uh, a little bit on that. I, I I don't know how criti- critical I can be of his playing because I'm hearing it through cell phone videos and 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 they were taking cameras away, so there isn't much footage out there. Uh, and actually, I'm going to kick it to you for the the armed guards there in a second. Uh, but but overall, it did, it seemed very directionless. As much as Vinny could play fast back in the day, he actually had some kind of I don't know, pattern that he was going for trying to build something this just really seemed like an old guy that spent the last two weeks getting as good as he could and then just going up there and 
just moving the fingers all over the place. I don't know. Yeah. You like that? Check this shit out. Did not see that coming, man. Yeah, suck it, haters. That shit is tight. Oh, did that just happen? Oh, snap! No, really, no, don't do it! Oh! <laughs> we all saw that, right? We all saw that! Yeah, I mean, I mean, but again, I think it's even more than that. I think that your whole thing about, like, <laughs> your theory about him needing to get wasted later, I don't know. I don't know what it is. That, that's a funny thing. Like, like I got to get my drink on. Like, let's, let's get this shit done. I'm like, usually asleep and passed out by that time, so. Yeah. No, I, I get all that. But like, the um, older you get, you, you shifted to day drinking. That's my that's my life. <laughs> every, my, my theory is every every rocker passed past like 55 is like fuck the opening bands let's get on stage i gotta go to bed yeah you know what i mean like i'm not playing at 11 o'clock are you fucking kidding me i gotta go to the next town but but anyway so i almost think that it's like that there wasn't even the showmanship part i just think seriously and at some point we'll have a, a discussion about just mental mental health you can't there is something I almost think he was like, fuck it. I'm going now. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like he's so, so like, like there wasn't even a showman part. It was almost like, no, I gotta get this done. I'm fucking doing this. This is the version I'm doing. And then there's not even a sense of a plan. Like, I'm not even sure if there, he had that plan, this plan up to a day before he started the show. Maybe. Well, I, I think that's kind of the maybe a little the, bit. The, the shady side of Vinny to me is the, you know what I'm not doing. I don't have a band and I'm going to play double click track. Ace. I heard, a couple of people say that there was talk that Ace wasn't going to do it. Um, and then I don't know if the promoter kind of threw some more money at him or whatever. But, but, I, but the, I I think everybody got blindsided by this. But to me, that's why you don't. Right. If that's true, that's why you don't do business with Vinny. Correct. So I think what happened is that day he just decided it just that he had people waiting and it's like, fuck it. I'm going to start playing. And by the way, guys, by the way, I'm just going to tell you this right now. No cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I don't think that was yeah. ever because you could use cameras everywhere else. But then, then he said, like, if I'm going on here, I'm going to do things. I'm going to start playing and assault anybody that brings a camera in. You know what and, I mean? And, and, and I, why would you not want there you people to film you being in this whole thing where they've built a – it's not like he's playing in a, in a, in a, uh, uh, you know, a, a town hall meeting mm-hmm. or something like that. He's got a fucking tank, man. If there's any time there should be camera and video no your fucking shit. should be that. You want that on film. But it's rhetorical. We know why he doesn't want any footage uh, or pictures. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, so listen to the Grown Up Rock podcast to hear exactly how tight the security was over this shit. I want to call back to something you were saying uh, when you were talking about possible scenarios. Uh, I do think Vinny overestimates how much people 
think think of his shredding as what is interesting to them. Right. Um, and this only cemented it. And his diehard fans, they, which honestly, there are a couple. That's what they want. You know, and they and that's what they kind of like come back with. Ha ha, Vinny showed you. It's like, I don't know what he showed me, man. You know, I mean, again, I, I do know that he promised to play Rio, uh, didn't. He promised to play with the live band. He didn't once again. And then he fucking rearranged the the the, the start times for all the bands uh, late. Then he came on way too late. These are all things that whether you, those aren't my opinion, you know what I mean? And, and we seem to get bogged down in that stuff. I, for the first time, actually saw some posts from people like, suck it, Vinny haters. It's proof. It's like, I didn't, again, uh, this guy can barely play a fucking song. And when he does play, it, it's it's some of the more rudimentary things. Like he played I Love It Loud to a click track and a for some reason a bass player. So, yeah, for anybody, even if it's Eddie Van Halen. I don't want a concert to start with no context and him just wail for like 20 minutes or Jimmy Page or who cares? You know what I mean? It's just a weird scenario to start a concert. But even with that, then let's say that was what it was. So, okay, the shredding is over. Everybody's in their seats. Now the show starts, uh, right? No, no seats. Script- oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. No chairs. Fat old no chairs. men are still standing. Yeah, uh, they're going like, to start dropping like, soon, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they all finally just kind of like crumble down to the ground. And go, oh, I got to sit. You know, if you were going to take a picture of what would look like a cult meeting, if you saw people sitting Indian style on the floor in, in a hotel with a, with, a, with a point of a tank yeah. and some crazy 70 year old man. That is a cult. Now this might've been down. a limitation of how tight things were in this conference room. Cause that's what it was. It wasn't a professional <laughs> staging area, but this thing was lit fucking horribly. Like yeah, it, it was I like, and it, it was like bl- all black light. And then Vinny's pink guitar just <laughs> beamed like a neon beacon up there. And yeah, he he had makeup on. Uh, I don't know if he touched Couldn't on that. Couldn't see it, really. Yeah, it's, well, it's because no cameras. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I saw pictures, but it just uh, looked, it looked like his, I just saw hair and pink guitar and a tank. But, uh, but you know, then, the, the then no camera thing real quick, in, uh, I am yeah. surprised that not one security person was like, I'm not doing that. These people have been shooting shit all fucking weekend, and now this weirdo wants me to fucking fuck it. He can say what he wants, but they could just not enforce it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And and on that end, too, it sounded like people were taking their job a little too seriously yeah. for that uh, whatever temp position they had when they go back to working whatever the other job they have. Um, uh, unless top-notch security people were... Got you know, Creatures Fest is what you work up to if you're yes. in security, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, it's no, too bad guys, that, that, that that's part of the story, though, because it does seem like the whole weekend, other than this one thing, went off large without a hitch, and that's yep. all on Vinny. So, yep, correct. Uh, but yeah, so then after the soloing ends, you know, all right, time to get down to some songs, a band's gonna come out. And then kind of you break that down better. Is it five songs, six songs? Uh, God, I can't remember exactly. I thought it was weird that like first it's going to be Bruce and Vinny, and then yeah. it's going to be Ace Bruce and Vinny, and then that's when we get into Sam from Phantom of the Park, Bruce and Ace and Vinny. <laughs> I knew that was coming back. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> fucking Sam, on top of the turret. Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. See, if the joke is good, use it again. Yeah. Good job. Hey, uh, it's, it's, uh, slipped it in organically. The whole, what was it? The Holy Quad. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> yeah, the Holy Quad or something like that. I don't know. Uh, uh, but yeah, right. so the Holy Trinity's up there. But, yeah. You know what? Sam, Sam allowed to take pictures. It's Sam. Oh, that's right. That's all Sam did. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Sam. No but, problem with that. 
But Sam would just get one shot and then just take 500 of them. Here's the same picture of Gene 50 times. Hello. It's Sam. Sam. I hear you calling. Hey, I know the way. I am. Sam. So so yeah so the, then they they start playing to a drum track to I love it loud and again you want the better recap go see, listen to these other shows yeah. but basically people they played a few songs uh, Ace and uh, Bruce came out and and did like I love it loud Deuce and uh, yeah I don't know War Machine stuff like that but I've, it, I've, like, Ace played two songs is my understanding but yeah, yeah. he came out with the, the wrong yeah. click either he started playing the wrong song or the wrong click track played so then they restarted and they were playing a different song and then they played uh, the other I, I think it was I Love It Loud and Deuce were the two songs I can't remember which one they ended up playing first and then afterwards Ace is like I can play anything I just need a drama ha ha um, so he kind of took a dig at Vinny a little bit but uh, mm-hmm. I, I, he did also say, thanks, Vinny, or something like that. And I'm like, you know, I, I, that seems kind of weird that you're thanking him. Although, as the fans are sitting in front of what they've all dreamed of, Ace, Bruce, and Vinny on one stage, on a tank stage, uh, what Kiss fan hasn't sat in their bed, you know, late at night pondering this this oh, image? Oh, yes. If only it could be on top of a tank as well. But 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 then they said like stuff like, oh, well, the reason they didn't have a drummer is they couldn't fit a drum... Uh, a drum kit on that stage of the tank. I'm like, you think they could have thought that out first? Then yes, that's Come something. That, that, that was definitely not the reason. So no, it's uh, all that kind of stuff. But what a bizarre thing to do. And and again, it comes down to a uh, you can't really. Let's just take shadiness out of it. There's just some people you can't reach, like the like mm. from Cool Hand Luke, the beginning of Civil War. <laughs> I mean, these are these are these are these are wise words from a fresh movie reference. Um, and, and the point is, is that, that there's, there's a mental health aspect to this that you can't, you can't reason, you can't reason he's gone. He's been gone for a long time. And you, why would you just have to know this is what you're going to get? It's, it, I don't even think it's shady business. I just think it's, it's, that's the thing that's kind of sad about the whole, whole deal. Many, many chances. So. Just this morning, I, I did see a list of what he was charging to autograph certain items like guitars, things of that, pictures or whatever, right? Um, one of the items on the list was a baseball. And he was charging more than Pete Rose charges to sign a baseball. Uh, I think it was $500. But I'm like, why? But again, though, I'm like, do that many people ask Vinny to sign a baseball that he and does he I'm even not sure if he, he doesn't seem like an athlete. Does he know where you're supposed to sign? There's that sweet spot on the ball you're supposed to sign. I'm not sure if you understand the connection, Baco, but that is a special speedball. Mm. Okay, speedball jam. I thought speed you were going to tell me he was a great minor league player or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just puts a little jam on there, too. Some yeah. peanut butter on the side. It's a speedball jam. Get, it's a pun. Mm. He's, but, he's signing a pun. So the, the Kevin Costner character in Bull Durham wasn't based on Vinny's uh, minor league career? <laughs> no, it was not. Okay. <laughs> but it'd be great. 
let, let's wrap it up. Uh, it does sound like people had fun, uh, and good good to hear that for the most part. And honestly, if if I would have gone, I would have not felt ripped off with the Vinny thing other than the hour and a half wait. That would have been the one thing that I would have been like, fuck yeah. this. Uh, it, but honestly, the shit show that I saw, I would have been like, this is... This is this is exactly the kind of like you said that we talked about it in advance. Sometimes a show that's a train wreck is still a good value, right? And for me, like the, Vinny wasn't the the biggest calling card for me. Yeah. If I went and I and again, I am just uh, again Bruce keep, as the years go by keeps leveling up in my mm. my book uh, for me personally. But but the, the Bruce Kulik show, the Bruce Kulik show would have been um, uh, the unplugged. The just fun with quarantine, the the hang, and also the uh, punchlines and uh, back backlines. Hmm. Um, that you know the comedy show too. Since I've seen that, uh, well, you've seen it too, but I saw it recently on that cruise and everything like that. That had been fun. It just sounds like a fun event. Unfortunately, there was a slight. Uh, uh, or can we go with our our crazy theory? This was done intentionally. For us idiots to talk about it, mm. to hype up next year's Creature Fest too. What do you think? <laughs> well, if you're doing the 40th, like, an- are like- you going to do the 41st anniversary of Creatures Fest? Or are you going to do Lick It Up Fest? You know what I mean? No, it's it's Lick It Fest. Lick It Fest next year. Okay, I know it'd be Lick yeah. Fest. Lick Fest. Lick Fest. Lick yeah. Fest. Yeah, come on. I'm looking forward to Lick Fest. Yes. Okay. Wake up, Vinny. I ain't gonna give a fucking time to you. You cancel all your shows, you gotta know that you're running out of fans to screw. So you throw yourself a birthday bash. You must be running low on cash. I really don't think people care anymore. You heard my show and threatened to sue. We all know that Meredith is you. You stole my wallet and that's what really hurts All we wanted was to hear some songs and watch you play But you struggled with cold gin when you showed up with the yonk on your face You got kicked out of your own band You're on Facebook blocking your last fan you probably should be in jail The lies have taken a toll on your face You're sad because you'll never be ace And Speedball Jam, well that's the pain we can do without I suppose creatures of the night and lick it up you're a liar and a thief And I wouldn't see the same About your pantsuit You're the guitar player Who cried wolf Couldn't sell out A 60 seat room Oh, take the hint Vinny, it's time To go away I guess you do keep me Amused But your fans are being Used Your word is worthless and your fame is dying out. Yeah, in the ongoing update section, uh, this is the Van Halen portion of the show. (laughs) (laughs) For the last, I think, I think we've done more Van Halen talk in the last 
uh, uh, episodes than the entire yeah. show almost. This has got to be at least I mean? three in a row that we've talked about this possible Van Halen sort of re- tribute reunion tour mishmash, whatever Think, you want to call it. Thingamajig. Um, David LaRoth was quoted recently. Uh, Lee. David LaRoth, that's what I said. Yeah, You're just not hearing the Lee. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. Uh, if I if I slow it down to Stephen Michael speed, it, it on? comes on. So okay, go ahead. Um, David Lee Roth, as you yes, would pronounce it. it. <laughs> he uh, basically threw some fucking uh, I don't know what do you want to call it? fly in the ointment uh, something. He he basically keeps the news cycle spinning on this with his comments that like well he's only in his first retirement, which of course is a nod to how. <laughs> Uh, rock stars constantly come out of retirement sure. and stuff like that, and that was in reference to someone asking him about the this po- this rumored uh, Van Halen uh, tribute reunion tour or whatever they want to call it. And then Michael Anthony was just on Eddie Trunk's show now, and he went a little further. Now he did say it wouldn't be a tour, at least that's not what he would be involved in. He he did, he would think he w- he said he worried people would look at that as a cash grab because it would be a cash grab. Uh, but he said kind of like a standalone show that would be kind of a, a tribute to Eddie and the music of Eddie, something like that. And he said that his comment was that, like, it's basically up to Alex if we do it or not. So uh, th- that's the latest I got. Have you heard anything more? Maybe uh, Alex Van Halen doesn't talk to anybody. Does he talk to you? No, I mean, I mean, you got to understand that Michael Anthony, he's got his own thing going on. Mm-hmm. Now he's not the only one. <laughs> I want you to. I get asked that a lot. Pay as well to be Sammy Hagar's a drinking buddy. So. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He's got, he's got to make some cell phone videos soon with, with Sammy. And by the way, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but I took a picture of it. I'll send it to you because I almost got to an accident. But there is a massive 18 wheeler that went by with big Sammy Hagar's head. Just, just last week, and uh, Guy, uh, your boy, Guy Fieri, whatever his name is. Oh, are they open up one of those chicken man or chicken guy no, restaurants? It, no, but it was uh, some kind of, uh, I don't know if it's tequila or not. I would think it was tequila, but anyway, I, I'll have to, but it's them, it's Guy pouring whatever new liquor thing they're getting into on top of Sammy's guitar is the picture. But this thing is fucking huge, this advertisement. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I just, I've never seen Sammy's big ass head and, and that clown and stuff like that. So I'll send it. There's a whole new venture he's got on. So I'll, uh, very exciting. I was like, I got to send Baco this. He's going to love. They're buddies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Guy Fieri gets shit on almost as much as Sammy. And I, I honestly don't get it. That, uh, it, look, maybe you just don't like his personality or something like that. But he actually, I mean, the, I know the, the restaurants that he's done locally for that diners, dives, whatever that drive-ins, whatever it's whatever. called. Sure. Uh, yeah. they all suddenly become way more popular. And, and of it's, course. it's just, uh, well, but to me, they're getting business. He's, these aren't, he's not helping out McDonald's. You know what I mean? He's, uh, so that, I think that's kind of cool. These are small businesses owned by, you know, just regular people. Uh, you know, good, hardworking Americans, Lewis, but no, he's out there. I just, I just like his connection with the food channel. <laughs> he's, he's he, seriously, he's, it's like him and, um, God, who's the other guy? Uh, the uh, fucking dark hair, Italian guy, big guy. Ah, uh, forget it. We'll leave this out of the show. But there, he was always, always with him too. Hmm. But I wonder forget how it. him and Sammy ended up hooking up because I think the obvious connection viewers made was the the hair sunglasses, and they they kind of have the same fashion sense, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. They, right. they they both seem like guys that have a a wide selection of flip flops available at any time. That's right. 
continue on. Sorry for that segue, but I just I, I just saw Sam, Sammy's head going 75 miles per hour on the highway. I'm looking forward to uh, the, the, he's opening up a chicken guy here at the Mall of America. So uh, apparently chicken sandwiches are the are the rave. Uh, there's all, mm. I don't know, do they have uh, Raising Cane's out there in Denver? Yes, uh, that's, <clears throat> that's a <clears throat> Chick-fil-A with another name, but yeah. No, actually, no. Chick-fil-A offers it like they only do chicken fingers at Raising Kids. Correct. Yeah. Well, they make sandwiches, too. And they also don't pray the gay away. Uh, so that's true. I, I, uh, I avoid it's on the Chick- billboard. Yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A gay person shouldn't eat here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, have you ever had have you ever had the, the new Chick-fil-A sandwich? Uh, Homo hating Cordon Bleu. Delicious. Mm. No, I'm not cur- uh, current on their menu because like I, I, I th- I've boycotted them. Um, okay. But yeah, they're all sorts of and then like for a while they're McDonald's, Burger King and Wendy's will all launch their own chicken fingers. You know, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, San- Santo. I just sent it to you. The liquor is called Santo Tequila. OK, with uh, uh, enjoy the picture. Right on. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, move on to a little bit of other news here. Uh, did, so I, basically, we they, we have new, an update that makes that gives no more information okay, if this thing's happening or not. Exactly. Yeah. It's okay. good good for us. That means that maybe next week we'll have some more material. Uh, <laughs> some right. cryptic uh, comment from Dave or, you know, maybe Wolfgang will chime in with some kind of profanity-laced uh, response. I don't know. Fuck we'll, all these guys. Yeah. Good lunch. <laughs> Um, I did see some video that I that was it was kind of humorous in a certain way, and and we can laugh because I don't think anybody actually got hurt. But Anthony Kiedis was assaulted by the security for the Rolling Stones. Apparently, mm. they thought he was like some fan, kind of running up to Mick or something like that, um, or Keith. You know, when I, anyway, and like he gets manhandled pretty pretty rough, and then his own security kind of gets involved in this whole little scuffle and a. Hotel parking lot, it looks like. But, you know, I think part of the problem is that Anthony Kiedis is trying really hard to not look like a person who has money or is a rock star. Uh, he, he looks more uh-huh. like a guy who's going to come over, you know, deliver fridge to your house. <laughs> real, real quick on that. He definitely does look like that with a mustache yeah. and all. Right. And right? The, like know, he cuts like, his own hair. Yeah. He looks like he is undercover. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like that—that's his disguise. Twenty One Jump Street. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the kid he's, that he's the narc. Yeah, everybody knows he's a narc too. <laughs> yeah. But, but no. But speaking of the that guy that delivers stuff, the other day, uh, in in this whole gig economy, it was amazing. No joke. And I was like, I tried to get a picture of it real quick, uh, but one of the first I said, "Fucking Coors Light truck pulls into our cul-de-sac." And everything I'm like, oh okay. Baco is visiting and didn't give me a, a warning or anything like that. But, I show but, up with a Coors Light truck. But, yeah, but out jumps a guy, runs to my front door, and throws an Amazon package on there. I'm like, what? They just hire. I mean, it's like the Uber because they hire everybody. But that's yeah. his delivery vehicle. Is a that's big a ass side Coors hustle. Thing. It's a side hustle. Uh, like that. So also known as it. a second job. But uh. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. But he has a Coors Light truck. So it's like, that's the car. I'll take it. And then he's also working for DoorDash, too. He, after he dropped that off, he delivered some, like, uh, I don't know, 45-minute-old <laughs> right. hamburger to somebody. He's, he's, got like, he's got, like, 17 apps open. He's works for Uber. He's dropping off a package at Amazon, and he's rocking a Coors Light truck. So loved Man. him. No, I've never seen uh, something like that uh, show up to deliver an Amazon package. But, yeah, it, it, that is one of the, the problems with Amazon delivery drivers is that they're not all clearly marked as a delivery driver. And some, no. Sometimes so, Ice-T almost shoots them. So. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole, that whole thing. But but yeah, Anthony Kiedis. I think the I think the lesson there is stop by Supercuts. See, if there was any sign that we have officially made it, we got it this last week. Uh, How so? Let me put it this way, Elsie. I immediately called my mom when I saw that in about a 15-minute span, four or five of our listeners posted on our uh, Facebook group that Mitch Malloy was leaving Great White. Like It was like, you know who needs to know this? The Mitch Malloy lovers over there at Cobras and Fire. We are the Mitch Malloy yes. podcast now. I mean, we are the, <laughs> the first people think of when they think of Mitch Malloy isn't Van Halen. It isn't nope. Great White. It is Elsie Fox and Baco at Cobras and Fire. How oh, you? I get asked that a lot. Who needs to know this news and needs to know it multiple times? Like they see it. They're like, I'm not even checking. I'm not checking if it's already posted. I'm just sharing the shit on this page immediately because these guys need to know. I mean, it's like it's like Mitch Malloy news, and if a witch witch is is open to my area, right? <laughs> yeah, those are the two pieces of information that that need to be shared immediately. And I yeah? I have my phone set. Like I only get notifications if I get a text, miss a call, or somebody <laughs> says anything about Mitch Malloy. Those are the only. Alert. And I have I have a special you know uh, buzz pattern mm-hmm. and a color on my blinker uh, just for the Mitch Malloy news. So anyway, yeah. the so the bat phone goes off, and I see. Uh, Keith Rockford has shared it, and then about three minutes later, I think it was Stephen Michael, and then it just kept yeah. snowballing from there to the point where Craig Smith is also shared it and said, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm sharing too. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the, it was it was breaking news, and uh, yeah, I mean... I mean, basically, it, it warms it warms the the the, the, cockles, the cockles of my heart. It, you know what I mean? Like it, the fact that that our audience is connected with us <laughs> in such a way that that uh, you know it's it's a gift. It's really a gift. It you really know? is. Like, <laughs> point point being is, uh, it gave it gave me a big smile. 
to see to see that news uh, to see it shared to us in that yeah. way. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I don't know if I'm uh, uh, happy or sad. I don't. I'm pretty much indifferent on whether or not he sings for Great White. Uh, I mm-hmm. thought he was a not a, a natural fit for what they do, but whatever. Who cares? He's yeah, fucking but, but, Great White. But it makes sense. I mean, it is, it is is it put out there because uh, you know right after that announcement that he was leaving, Great White made the announcement that Eric Gronwall, um, <laughs> uh, formerly formerly of Heat, was was joining Great White. Uh, so yeah, it's he's excellent. Gonna, he's the best singer Great White has ever had. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Stephen Michael has put his 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 uh, his support fully behind him now, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and he's, he does a great job of rock on. I've I've seen some some clips on YouTube. Right, you rock me. Oh, whatever. See, that's how big a fan I am. <laughs> One spitting, twice confused. I don't know. Whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Mitch's uh, uh, press release, uh, it, it, it's a lot like when he quit Van Halen. <laughs> it really is. But, but, but first off, can we tell you, say that one thing? We're, we're glad that our people, you know, our fans gave us the news right away. But weren't you a little offended that Mitch didn't send us a cameo directly to us? <laughs> he, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't uh, send us the press release to proofread it for him. And uh, yeah, uh, there yeah. were a few grammatical errors that we could have helped him out with, yeah. you know. But but uh, well, I, I yeah, have I mean, his press release in front of me. Should I read it? I have his press release too. It just says I got my own thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> You know the thing is now is he's gonna be pestered all the time. Aren't you that guy from Great White? <laughs> he gets he's gonna get that all the time. Uh, no. <laughs> but here's his release. Since I have the best fans ever, uh, he must be referring to, to you and me specifically. There, hundred <laughs> percent. Because there are no. Does he have any other fans? <laughs> Since I have the first best fans ever, I want you to be the first to know that I have moved on from Great White. That's where he, you got your own thing going, line should be. <laughs> should. We have been headed in different directions over the past year, but our, but our brotherhood will always be there. I will see you all on the road soon. I'm excited about the new adventures ahead, especially with the Mitch Malloy Van Halen experience and my acoustic storyteller show. Um, coming to a beach near you, the Mitch Malloy Van Halen experience. Uh, I, I, I would like to, uh, you know, there's a Lake Como just about, you know, a 10 minute walk from my house. It'd be great. They have a pavilion there right off the water. Um, I could get my kayak out and just kind of float sure. to the middle and enjoy the Mitch, uh, Mitch Malloy Van Halen experience. I'd be down. Uh, first off, how much of the acoustic storytelling show is just about him <laughs> auditioning for Van Halen? <laughs> I'm going to say 99% of it is, well, is now, that. Well, half. Is, now the other half is great white stories. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He has, he's he's yeah. got two stories. He's got two stories now. Uh, uh, if it's, it's, storytelling is reserved for, I have to tell you, yeah, I don't Anyway, that's, uh, do you need stories? Is that somebody that you want a story from, or do you just want them to play some 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 covers? Maybe he's uh, got some fucking amazing stories. I don't know. Maybe so. You're right. What am I thinking? But if we just touch on the Van Halen experience thing real quick, how? I, I mean, I know cover bands. If you are a Kiss cover band, you call yourself Strutter. You use the Kiss font, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying in general, like that. But how can you? I don't. Can you call yourself the Kiss experience? That this and use the logo. I'm just confused how you, you, that can even. I, that's term. what I thought was weird. That that um, I, I thought maybe the the idea was that either nobody that could do anything about it knew, or they're like, who gives a fuck? It's a one time deal with Mitch Malloy, you know, and and maybe oh, the, right, right. But yeah, but, that Van Halen logo is being pretty heavily plagiarized. 
uh, in the Mitch Malloy Van Halen experience. <laughs> it, He's got to change it to like MM with the little things on the side going going that way, so it looks like the Van Halen font, like Weezer does, to kind of sure. play around with it. I mean, I mean, just I don't know. I just think that's crazy to put it. Yeah, it's just calling it Van Halen experience. You know, rat experience. Yeah, I, 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 we talk. We covered that, and, uh, and we both don't know how much of a, a draw Mitch Malloy is to something like that. Because uh, there is actually some fairly well shot and edited video of of that deal, and it looked cool. Um, and the guitar player he got was legit. You know, that's that's probably the hardest. You know, even the drummer. You know, what I mean, you got to have a pretty fucking good drummer to pull off that uh, Alex Van Halen stuff. So I, it looked like it would have been a, like you know a really fun event to to actually be at and check out, especially the whole down on the beach thing is. Super, oh, yeah. super appealing to guys that. like me, Guy sure. Fieri, and Sammy. We can put on our mm-hmm. flip flops and shower shoes and walk on down to the beach. Get some, get our toes in the sand, baby. Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. <laughs> oh god. So, but, but yeah. So, so he's uh, he's moving on. But, but what I liked about the announcement is that it came out. And then the questions are who's going to you know replace him mm. in Great White, right? What what other uh, person can keep pushing out a uh, this band so they can get on the Monsters of Rock cruise next year, right? And and essentially that came out a couple hours later. That was solved. I don't remember the guy's name exactly, but but my point is is I'm pretty sure this is how the day Mitch's day went. He woke up, and and the Great White guys said, you know what? We're, we're moving on. We got our own thing and going on. We got our own thing going on. And uh, just, to let you, just to let you know, and he said, like, hey, before you send out that press release, can I make my announcement first? So, you know, so I have. I, have I'm going to. They probably I, said, yep. I don't know fine. that there was any agreement in place. I'm thinking it was more like it's over, blah, blah, blah. Once, once he immediately rushed to get his out first. Uh, I, I, I don't sure. think it was uh, done as a favor. Uh, yeah, a lot uh, of times they are, but it anyway, could be. Th- that's fine. It's possible. Yeah, but uh, I just you know. they didn't even mention his name basically in their press release. Is my point. <laughs> it was basically like we've replaced our singer. Yeah, and here's this and that. So it was like kind of whatever. And immediately, like people were like, "Why not Jack? You know what I mean? Why not try to rekindle that kind of stuff?" And he's of like, course. "And they're like, because Skid Row." doesn't do that we don't do that because when they replace the singer they don't go back to sebastian we also go to i think the guy they got was from heat is that what you told me that's uh, right another guy from heat <laughs> heat is the uh, farm team for all uh, uh monsters of rock cruise bands that end up canceling and i don't get to see skid row uh, and great white both did that to me man they were going through this stuff they shouldn't have signed up anyway well, anyway all the best of luck to mitch uh if, if you bring that van halen experience uh, i'm sort of near me i'll probably check it out um give you a big thank you for that cameo birthday wish and you can punch me in the face in person so exactly yeah the funniest part about the story is just how many times how many people told us (laughs) (laughs) well i tried calling you right away i was like this is amazing this is gonna because i i uh i was not having the greatest day it's been that this last week was pretty rough uh work-wise uh hectic uh let's put it that way and that put a smile on my face, and then I immediately called you because I'm like, you know, you you tune out of uh, social media a lot more regularly than I do, so I wanted to make sure you saw sure. And and I and I appreciate that, and I also appreciate the listeners. Listen, everybody, we hope this this show is a little bit of a 
uh, an escape, as I mentioned many times from your day, where yeah. it's going great or not going great, but just uh, just an, just a just a release or whatever like that. So please, those kind of comments, interactions, we love seeing it. It just shows that that uh, people are uh, engaged in the show. Because anytime there's inside jokes thrown back at us, we love it. <laughs> no doubt, man. Uh, it did. It definitely fucking made my day. M- Mitch Malloy getting fired cheered me up. Go figure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Him moving on. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mitch Malloy moving on. Uh, I made my day. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, buddy. This has been a lot of fun catching up with you. Good to see you. Uh, you want to get out of here? Absolutely. All right, man. Rock is not dead. It's got its own thing going on. Sweet little babe, don't have to go. Little baby, tell me. Boys are gonna rock is harder than doing what he did. I mean, that, that that's a pretty uh, killer riff that he's got there. So he wants to get up there and just move his fingers all around the neck and say, "See, I told you," and then play fucking "I Love It Loud," which is two chords droning. Right. I, I just I don't know. That that was my takeaway there.